you guys find anything wrong with tonight's Royal Rumble event and what we've seen tonight, it's your opinion. But I don't know what's I don't know what you guys want. I really don't. Everything tonight delivered. It was a really good show, and I really enjoyed myself. I hope you guys enjoyed yourself as well as you guys were at home watching the show. But I'm here, and I am ready to rock and roll. I am ready to give you guys an honest review on what I watched tonight at the Royal Rumble. I'm going to be doing that coming up next. So, Edgar, you know what to do, man. Get up. Get that intro going, man. Let's do this thing. Welcome to... You're listening to The Wrestling Takeover. What is your name? With your host, Jordan Turner, who's always going to keep it real. Come on, King. Inside and outside the ring. Let me make myself clear. He's got the band behind him, King. It's time to take over, King. Are you ready? He's all fired up now, King. Take over. Let's go. We all shit on Vince McMahon. We all crap on Vince McMahon. I know you guys were worried. I was worried as well. But tonight, Vince McMahon really did a great job. From the booking of every match we've seen, the way these matches were produced, the 2021 Royal Rumble is absolutely, in my personal opinion, going to go down as one of the best Royal Rumbles in recent WWE memory. The 2021 Royal Rumble was really outstanding. It was great. We've seen a lot of great moments on this show. We kicked off the show with the WWE Championship match. Bill Goldberg versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. As you guys know, rumors were running rampant about Bill Goldberg possibly beating Drew McIntyre. But all that can be laid to rest. Because Drew McIntyre defeated Bill Goldberg to retain his WWE Championship in an outstanding, booked, well-produced bout. This type of match, the way it was produced, is exactly how a Bill Goldberg match should be produced. And I'm telling you right now, I crap on Bill Goldberg because I was afraid that he was going to take a spot not only in the Men's Royal Rumble, but he was going to beat Drew McIntyre. But he didn't. He didn't enter the Rumble. He did not beat Drew McIntyre. And I love the respect that both men gave after the match. I'm still upset about Bill Goldberg beating The Fiend. I just don't understand from the perspective of he lost to Drew McIntyre. He can lose against Drew McIntyre. But he can't lose against The Fiend and Kevin Owens. That's just something that I will never understand. But so be it. That's in the past. We've seen what happened tonight. And Bill Goldberg versus Drew McIntyre was an excellent way. And it was an excellent booking for the WWE Championship. Goldberg and Drew McIntyre absolutely killed it. And they told a great story. There was a lot of great story moments during this entire show, and I fucking loved it. You guys know me. I've been saying on the podcast since I first started, storytelling is so key to me. If you don't have that aspect, it's really hard for me to get invested. But we've seen great stories being told in every single match on this card. Excellent stuff from the opener between Drew McIntyre and Bill Goldberg. So we all know Drew McIntyre defeated Bill Goldberg via a Claymore. So Drew McIntyre nailed Bill Goldberg with a spear right when the bell rang. When the bell rang, Drew McIntyre absolutely blasted Bill Goldberg with a spear. Though Bill Goldberg came back and speared Drew McIntyre through the barricade. So that was an excellent way to start off the match. We've seen Drew McIntyre run immediately at Bill Goldberg, landed a spear. Goldberg came back. He kind of no-sold the spear. I didn't kind of like that, but to each his own, it's all good. 
We've seen Drew McIntyre get speared through the barricade. That was an awesome sequence. Great stuff from Bill Goldberg. Great selling from Drew McIntyre. I want to say something about Drew McIntyre here. He is absolutely one of the most underrated sellers in professional wrestling. This guy can sell. This guy tells a story. Bill Goldberg told a story. Storytelling, you guys got to understand. Storytelling is so key to a match that it's not even funny. I consider storytelling more important than the quality of the match. I will forever stand by that. That's just my opinion. This was an awesome way to kick off the Royal Rumble. Drew McIntyre came back into the ring and told the referee to ring the bell as Drew McIntyre was grabbing his ribs. He was in agony. He was in pain. The emotion on Drew McIntyre was so just amazing. It was so spectacular. The selling from him grabbing his rib, his left rib, because he was hurting so bad. He couldn't breathe. He was coughing. The selling was tremendous. Bill Goldberg yelling at Drew McIntyre, waiting for him to get up. They were landing spears. They were landing claymores. We've seen Bill Goldberg actually attempt a jackhammer and landed it. And it was actually a decent jackhammer. Drew McIntyre, this guy is on another level. They have legitimately booked Drew McIntyre to act like a Terminator. You see, Drew McIntyre kept kicking out of spears. He kicked out of a jackhammer. At that instance, I was thinking to myself, what is Goldberg going to have to do to beat Drew McIntyre? The WWE overall, I will say that Drew McIntyre's run currently is, it's okay. But after tonight, it's skyrocketed, in my personal opinion. Drew McIntyre has been booked so well. And I love the way he is booked in these matches. He's booked as this like Terminator, keep coming after you no matter what you do type of wrestler. And we've seen that tonight. Excellent stuff. An excellent open. At the end of the day, Drew McIntyre retained the WWE Championship. Who was he challenging at WrestleMania? We might got our answer at the end of the night. I'll give you my thoughts on everything and the possibility of Drew McIntyre versus the winner of the Royal Rumble. Next up, man, after that excellent open to the Royal Rumble, we've seen Carmella go one-on-one, part two, with the boss, the blueprint, the legit boss, Sasha Banks, the reigning, defending SmackDown Women's Champion. Is it me, you guys, or was this match? It was good. But I feel personally it was not better than their TLC match. But I got to give a shout out to Carmella. Carmella, if you're listening, I know you're not. But if you are, you are doing a hell of a job. Now, we all knew you weren't going to win. It's just not your time. But you definitely deserve a run with the SmackDown Women's Championship. I'm going to say that right now. She definitely deserves a run with the SmackDown Women's Championship. She has been busting her ass. And I'm going to lay the SmackDown right now. I'm going to drop facts. I'm going to keep it real with y'all. Y'all know how I do it. I always keep it real. Sasha Banks will go down as one of the most iconic in-ring professional wrestlers in WWE history in terms of women's wrestling. You see, if Bianca, if not Bianca Belair, is Sasha Banks not in your top three in terms of the best female wrestlers in the planet, something is seriously wrong with you. Sasha Banks is really great. She can have a great match with anybody, and it's to a point where she could legitimately be in the ring with anybody you put in there with her, and she's going to bring them to a good match. That's the greatness of Sasha Banks. I have been enjoying this recent run of Sasha Banks. And I'm going to say this. I might be in the minority here. That's all right. I'll be chilling the minority spot. Sasha Banks. This current run of Sasha Banks has been her best run 
in her entire WWE career. And yes, I am even counting her NXT days. That's just my opinion. Let me know what you guys think about that. Do you guys agree with me on that? Or do you guys not? It is what it is. It's just my opinion. This, like I said, this was an excellent match. Carmella. There's one negative I do want to say about Carmella. It's nitpicky, yes, but it was just annoying me tonight. Carmella was doing a lot of screaming and hollering. We get it. She does it a lot, but she does it too much, and it really comes off forced. I don't know if she's genuinely doing that. It, it, it feels genuine to some people, but to me, it feels incredibly forced. That's the only negative I have about Carmella. Other than that, it was a great match. I thoroughly entertained, but I feel like it was not better than their TLC match. My opinion. What's next for the boss? What's next for Sasha Banks? Ladies and gentlemen, we got our answer. We got our answer in the Women's Royal Rumble that was coming up next. Third match on the show, the Women's Royal Rumble. Now, I'm going to go down the list of the people that were coming out. And number one, we had Bailey. Drawing in at number two, we had a returning Naomi. I said to myself when I see Naomi, I love it. I love that Naomi's back. But where was Bianca Belair? I got my answer. Bianca Belair came in at number three. Coming in at number four, we've seen Billy Kay. Coming in at number five, we've seen Saucy Blackheart. Coming in at number six, we've seen Shayna Baszler. Coming in at number seven, we've seen Tony Storm. Coming in at number eight, we've seen Jillian. Number nine was Ruby Riot. Number 10 was Victoria. Number 11 was Peyton Royce. Number 10, number 12 was Santana Garrett. Number 13 was Liv Morgan. Number 14, when number 14 came out, I'm like, all right, things are absolutely about to pick up. Number 14 was Rhea Ripley. Now, I liked when number 15 came out. It was Charlotte Flair. I love their interaction. It was very entertaining. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Charlotte Flair was number 15. Number 16 was Dana Brooke. Number 17 was Tori Wilson. Number 18 was Lacey Evans. Number 19 was Mickey James. Number 20 was Nikki Cross. Number 21 was Alicia Fox. Number 22 was Mandy Rose. Number 23 was Dakota Kai. Loved it. Loved that she was out there. Number 24 was Carmella. Number 25 was Tamina. Number 26 was Lana. Number 27. You see, when people come in at 27, they kind of win the Royal Rumble. So when this woman came out, I said to myself, holy shit. She might legitimately win the Royal Rumble. That was put to bed real quick. But number 27 was Alexa Bliss. Number 28 was Ember Moon. Number 29 was Nia Jax. And obviously, if you guys were watching backstage or heard any rumors or reports about it, number 30 was Natalia. Now, that was the entries. When Bianca Belair came in at number three, I didn't mind it. I love that she was in there between one and three. Naomi is back. I love Naomi. Naomi had absolutely a star-studded performance tonight. I loved it. It was great. She killed it. She looks great. And she's a damn good professional wrestler. I love the interactions between Naomi and Bianca Belair. It was really great. I really enjoyed myself. And I love the spot where Bianca Belair saved Naomi a couple times by being eliminated. And we see Naomi grab the hair of Bianca Belair as a pretty much a, a, a point to grab her hair where she can elevate 
and get back in the ring. I love that. That was kick-ass. So that was some good stuff. And overall, the Women's Royal Rumble, this was the best Women's Royal Rumble in WWE history. You guys, this was crazy. Bailey came out number one. I told you guys my prediction. I set this on Twitter. I set this on the podcast. Bianca Belair and Bailey need to be one and two. I got it half right. Bailey was number one. Bianca was number three. WWE didn't want to do my idea. You didn't want to give me credit, huh, WWE? I see you. It's okay. It's all good. Bianca came in at number three. It's all good, man. But Bianca Belair got revenge on Bailey and eliminated Bailey. Now, the funny thing was, nobody's seen it. The announce team didn't really say anything about it until after the replay was shown that Bailey indeed got eliminated by Bianca Belair. So that was kind of cringe. But Bailey not lasting all the way to the end. I didn't really like that. I wanted Bailey to last all the way to the finish line. And I mean like the final two. Now the final two was Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley. You want to talk about generational talents. You want to talk about the future of women's wrestling. And the future of women's wrestling is just in great hands with Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley. They told a phenomenal story in that ring. Two young females, two young queens going at it. Only one queen could stand tall. The OG queen in Charlotte, she got eliminated. You know, Charlotte Flair to me is Roman Reigns in this perspective. You know how many years ago, every year with Roman Reigns, they love to tease us with him. Oh, is he going to win? Is he not going to win? He's going to be in the final four. What's going to happen with Roman Reigns? That's the same thing I get with Charlotte Flair every single year. They wanted to tool us. They wanted to play with our emotions. And it worked because I was thinking to myself, there's no way this woman's going to win. Now, I originally had her in my final four. For sure, I did. Just like a lot of other people did. She got eliminated. I smiled. I smiled. I was happy. You feel me? Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair are the future of women's wrestling in the WWE. They had a killer encounter for a couple minutes until at the end of the day, the future, I'm letting you know right now, Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley are the future of women's wrestling. Rhea Ripley is going to be fantastic on the main roster. But this is Bianca Belair's time. Bianca Belair is a five-tool player. And if you don't agree with me, that's your opinion. But listen, how can you not like Bianca Belair, man? She is a five-tool player. She is a generational talent. And I'm going to take you guys back to that chronicle that we've seen. That little scene that we saw with Bianca Belair and Vince McMahon backstage. When I seen that, I said to myself, Vince McMahon loves this woman. When I seen that, I said, Vince, listen, that is your next megastar. That is your next Sasha Banks. That's your next Charlotte Flair. That's your next Bailey. That is your next Becky Lynch. That is your next generational talent in Bianca Belair. You guys, I'm, I'm being honest with you. I'm not sugarcoating anything. When Bianca Belair won the Royal Rumble, I teared up a bit. Now, this was mostly due to me being an African-American male. Bianca Belair being an African-American woman. Yes, this played a part. Not just because I'm a big fan of Bianca Belair. Y'all know how I am. Y'all know I'm a big fan of Bianca Belair. But the African-American part played into it as well. 
an African-American woman won the Royal Rumble. That is history in the making. I had a smile on my face. I teared up a little bit more when I heard Bianca Belair's post-match speech. After that speech, if you are not still for Bianca Belair, then I don't know what you're doing. I really don't. That was so passionate. It was breathtaking. And it brought a tear to people's eyes because I seen it on social media. People were so rejoicing with Bianca Belair and when she won the Royal Rumble. It was so tremendous. It's not even funny. It's not even funny, man. Bianca Belair is the fucking future of the WWE. This woman is going to WrestleMania. And she's facing somebody that I've pitched for months. I pitched Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. Didn't I specifically say the feud with Bayley needs to catapult her into duplicating her performance from last year and win this woman's Royal Rumble? And guess what happened? She did just that. You see, Bianca Belair won the Royal Rumble. And she lasted 56 minutes and 49 seconds. This run of Bianca Belair is just getting started, folks. It's just getting started, man. Tremendous and iconic moment in WWE history was Bianca Belair's win. It was so great. Listen, if Rhea Ripley would have won, I wouldn't complain because I love Rhea Ripley just as more as I love Bianca Belair. But let's keep it a stat, yo. This is Bianca Belair's time. Y'all know it. I know it. WWE knows it. Vince McMahon knows it. This was a well-produced Women's Royal Rumble. This was the best Royal Rumble match in WWE history so far for the era of the Women's Royal Rumble. Easily the best. You see, I'm going to say something a little bit more controversial. Shawn Michaels, Undertaker. Royal Rumble 2007. The little sequence they had. I'm here to tell you right now, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, their sequence. It might not be up there with Taker and Shawn Michaels, but it's easily one of the best endings in WWE history. I stand by that statement. Easy. One of the best endings to a Royal Rumble match. Not only just for the women, but the Royal Rumble match in general. Great stuff from Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley. And I enjoyed it. Now, let's move on. Let's talk about the next match that took place. You think I was controversial when I talked about the Women's Royal Rumble? Oh, no. I'm about to be more controversial more than ever before with this match. Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, the head of the table, the measuring stick of the WWE versus Kevin Owens, baby, in a last man standing match. You guys, this match was absolutely spectacular. We've seen crazy spots. Insane spots. We've seen Kevin Owens land a frog splash on Roman Reigns onto a table. This was all outside of the ring into the uh, arena. It was incredible. Then we've seen Roman Reigns run over Kevin Owens with a golf cart. Yes. Roman Reigns legitimately ran over Kevin Owens with a fucking golf cart, bro. It was tremendous. Phenomenal. I laughed my ass off so much. It was great. And yes, I seen people on social media. Oh, they took the spot from the AEW thing with Sammy Guevara. Listen, who cares? It was great. I feel like that spot was better than the Sammy Guevara spot. It's my opinion. 
But Kevin Owens got ran the fuck over, legitimately. You see, Roman Reigns, to me, is a Thanos. You see, when Thanos has that one glove, he's in power. Roman Reigns is in power. Everything that man touches turns to gold. I'm going to make two statements here. Number one, Roman Reigns is the greatest storyteller currently in professional wrestling. Nobody is on that man's level in terms of storytelling. Every Roman Reigns match has told a phenomenal story ever since this man turned heel. You can tell they really, really, really love storytelling. It's great. And I'm telling you, this next prediction I'm going to make is going to be out of this world. Roman Reigns is going to hold the Universal Championship until WrestleMania 38. That's my prediction. He's too good. He's too good. He is on another stratosphere right now. It's got to happen. Roman Reigns needs to hold that title until WrestleMania 38. This needs to be absolutely one of the greatest runs in professional wrestling history. This needs to be one of the greatest runs in WWE history. You know I'm right, so don't play. There's nobody that's on Roman Reigns' level right now on both Raw and SmackDown. Nobody. Nobody. I'm going to say another one. I'm going to give you another little controversial statement. Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens in a last man standing match at the Royal Rumble 2021 for January 31st, 2021 is one of the best last man standing matches in WWE history. You heard it here on the Wrestling Takeover. Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens is one of the best last man standing matches in WWE history. Now, there is one negative I do want to bring up about this match. I did not like at all. Paul Heyman taking forever to release Roman Reigns off the handcuffs. He took fucking forever. It was actually ridiculous. Kevin Owens, he was selling, but he was doing too much of the selling. He couldn't attack Roman Reigns. He was handcuffed. He had nowhere to go. He couldn't attack Roman Reigns. That was stupid. I didn't like that at all. Other than that, this match was fantastic. Now, the feud's over. The feud's over. The feud's done with. Kevin Owens is not getting another shot again. Now, we've seen Roman Reigns during this match throw Kevin Owens off the stage. And then, like I said, Kevin Owens put Roman Reigns in handcuffs. You know what I mean? So we've seen everything that took place in this match. You guys have watched it. You guys know exactly what happened. I don't really need to go over spot for spot what happened. I'm just here to give you guys my opinions on what I was watching tonight. This was a fantastic Royal Rumble match. This was a fantastic last man standing match. What's next for Roman Reigns? We might have gotten our answer at the Royal Rumble. In the main event. The men's Royal Rumble match. I will be right back. I'm going to take a quick break. And we're going to be running down. And talking about everything. That happened. In the men's Royal Rumble. Right here. On the Wrestling Takeover.
All right, I am back. The Royal Rumble main event at the show. It was the men's Royal Rumble. Now, I'm going to run down exactly the number that the wrestlers came in at. Starting off with number one, Edge. Coming in at number two, Randy Orton. Now, obviously, we know that was spoiled on WWE backstage. It is what it is. I didn't really mind it, to be honest with you. I know there's a lot of people on social media that really hated that idea. And it is what it is. It happened. So what? Coming in at number three, Sami Zayn. Coming in at number four, Mustafa Ali. Coming in at number five, Jeff Hardy. Coming in at number six, Dolph Ziggler. Coming in at number seven, Shinsuke Nakamura. Coming in at number eight was a returning Carlito. I'm going to tell you something about Carlito, man. He looks fucking fantastic, man. He looks in incredible shape. It was really, really great to see Carlito, man. Really great stuff. Coming in at number nine was Xavier Woods. Coming in at number 10 was Biggie. Coming in at number 11 was John Morrison. Coming in at number 12 was Ricochet. Coming in at number 13 was Elias. Coming in at number 14 was Damian Priest. Great to see, man. And I'm a big fan of Damian Priest. Hopefully he kills it on the main roster. Only time will tell. Coming in at number 15, The Miz. Coming in at number 16, Matt Riddle. Not Riddle. Matt Riddle. Coming in at number 17, the favorite amongst everybody in the wrestling community. Daniel Bryan. Coming in at number 18 was Kane. All right, whatever. Coming in at number 19, Baron Corbin. Coming in at number 20, man, was Otis. Coming in at number 21 was Dominic Mysterio. Coming in at number 22, Bobby Lashley. Coming in at number 23, The Hurricane. Coming in at number 24 was Christian. I love Christian. I've always been a big fan of Christian. I was so happy to see him. Coming in at number 25 was the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. Coming in at number 26 was Rey Mysterio. Coming in at number 27, Sheamus. Coming in at number 28, some people's dark horses to win. Cesaro. <laughs> okay. Cesaro winning. Get the fuck out of here. No. Coming in at number 29, baby. You already know. The Messiah. Seth Rollins. When Seth Rollins came out. I thought he was going to come out with the burn it down character. Thank God I was wrong. You know how much you can do with the Messiah character still? That character still has untapped potential. You can do so much with that character. So I was excited that the Messiah character is still in WWE. Uh, coming in at number 30 was Braun Strowman. Did I give a fuck? No. Did you give a fuck? No. Edge. Came in at number one. Now, when Edge came in at number one, I kind of knew he was going to be in the final four. I mean, we all knew he was going to be in the final four. Now, I didn't think he was going to win. I mean, he was one of my picks. I had I had Seth Rollins, I had Daniel Bryan, and I had Edge. When Edge was still in the Royal Rumble, I'm like, oh, shit, he might really win. And then the final four came. Daniel Bryan got eliminated. And I'm like, well, it looks like we're going to get Edge or Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins got eliminated. So I'm like, oh, God. We're going to get Randy Orton. Oh, my God. We're going to get Orton. Orton came out. Nope. He got eliminated. The rated R superstar. The 2000. And 21 Royal Rumble winner, 
Yes, Edge wins the Royal Rumble. He won the Rumble. He won the Royal Rumble, man. What's my opinion on it? I'm not mad. I'm really not upset. I'm fine with Edge winning the Royal Rumble. You see, Drew McIntyre retained his championship tonight. Roman Reigns retained his championship tonight. Who's Edge going after? In terms of a marquee bout, what makes more sense? Drew McIntyre versus Edge or Roman Reigns versus Edge? Personally, for me, if I had to choose the two, I'm picking Roman Reigns. You know the story that you can tell with Roman Reigns and Edge with Paul Heyman and the history that Paul Heyman has with Edge and the history that Edge has with Paul Heyman? It would be fantastic. It would be wonderful, and it's something I definitely want to see. But Daniel Bryan is a man that I think Daniel Bryan with Roman Reigns it's got to happen. Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, WrestleMania, let's go. Drew McIntyre versus Edge at WrestleMania. Edge is going after one of those championships. I don't know. I'm kind of conflicted. On one hand, I want to see Roman Reigns and Edge. Not only Spear versus Spear but the story arc that can take place. Roman Reigns calling Edge a has-been. He's a shell of himself. He's going to break his fucking neck. You can do so much with Edge and Roman Reigns. Drew McIntyre, Edge, I'm going to be honest, it doesn't really sound appealing to me. So I'm going to go with Roman Reigns and Edge just from the story arc because you can tell a great story there. You know what I mean? And Roman Reigns can be an asshole to Edge saying how he's washed up. He's going to expose Edge at WrestleMania. But the question remains, why would Edge win the Royal Rumble then go to WrestleMania and fail? That to me doesn't make any sense at all. It doesn't. So I'm really going back and forth on everything. That is when I kind of want to change my mind and I want to pick Drew McIntyre because Drew McIntyre can definitely lose to Edge. Roman Reigns can't lose to nobody. I want you guys to really understand that. Roman Reigns can't lose to anybody. Nobody can beat Roman Reigns. No one's on Roman Reigns' level from an in-ring perspective and a promo perspective and a character perspective. Nobody's got Paul Heyman by their side. Roman Reigns does. So we need to pick a different opponent for Roman Reigns. I'm sticking with Daniel Bryan. I'm going to go with Drew McIntyre versus Edge at WrestleMania. And then Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. Where Daniel Bryan wins the Elimination Chamber. Because after tonight, there's no doubt about it. The Elimination Chamber is going to go to SmackDown. And if that happens, Daniel Bryan needs to win that. That is when he gets his opportunity against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, Universal Championship. Drew McIntyre versus Edge for the WWE Championship. Let's make it happen. Let's do it. This was a great Royal Rumble for the men. But I'm going to take the Women's Royal Rumble as a overall better Royal Rumble in my personal opinion. If you ask me which Royal Rumble was better tonight, no question, I'm taking the women. 
just because of the story of Bianca Belair, the back and forth between her and Naomi that we've seen, and the Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair sequence at the end was really, really entertaining. We've seen a great classic last man standing match between Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. Drew McIntyre, Bill Goldberg, they delivered tonight. Sasha Banks and Carmella. It wasn't better than their TLC match, but it was a decent match. Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. I'm going to speak for Bianca Belair. You mean to tell me Bianca Belair is going to choose Asuka over Sasha Banks? You have to be fucking kidding me, right? Come on, guys. Social media is going in a blaze right now. Everybody in a mother wanted Bianca Belair to win, and when she did, everybody in a mother wants Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. WrestleMania, let's make it happen for the SmackDown Women's Championship, but there is a problem that the WWE faces. I personally believe, and I was a big advocate for this match, I am in the fucking lead. I'm the leader in terms of wanting this match. You know what? We're all leaders because we all wanted this match. All of us are leaders. So let me backtrack that real quick. We're all leaders. We all wanted this match. But you guys, y'all got to think, there's a problem. And it's a big problem. Who's winning? Who's losing at WrestleMania? Bianca? She just won the goddamn Royal Rumble. She was fucking crying in the middle of the goddamn ring. That emotion that that woman poured in that ring was breathtaking. Especially backstage with their husband, Montez Ford. They were crying It was just an emotional, spiritual moment. Bianca Belair's going to lose at WrestleMania, dog. See, and there's another issue. Sasha Banks, too soon. Sasha Banks is is on a dominant run right now. You're here to tell me you're not going to give Sasha Banks a run like Bayley? If that happens... She needs to beat Bianca at WrestleMania to continue that momentum. You see, I don't think Bianca Belair... Listen, I I don't... What I'm trying to say is it was a great moment for Bianca. I marked out. You marked out. We all teared up. It was a great moment for my girl. I'm happy for her. But I feel like just thinking about it, they're, they're going to run into a wall, man. I just feel like it's too soon for Sasha to lose. And Sasha currently, right now, I know she's one of the greatest of all time, but she's going to possibly be 0-6 at WrestleMania. Right now, she is 0-5. She has not won a goddamn match at WrestleMania. This woman has the potential to be 0-6. And I know people out there are going to be like, oh, Jordan, it's not a big deal. I'm with you. I know. But it kind of is to me. I I want Sasha to get a win at WrestleMania. But if she beats Bianca, there's going to be backlash, bro. There's going to be backlash. And there's going to be backlash if Bianca beats Sasha because people want Sasha to legitimately get a title run in. They want... Sasha Banks to hold that title for a long time. Why did Becky Lynch hold the Raw Women's Championship for a long time, but Sasha Banks can't hold the SmackDown Women's Championship for a long time? Why did Bayley hold the SmackDown Women's Championship for a very long time, but Sasha Banks can't? You see what I mean? Like that, that doesn't click with me, man. That doesn't fly with me, bro. It don't. So I don't know what the WWE is going to do. We will not. Don't worry. We will not see a fucking 
a screw job at WrestleMania. There's no way. Bianca wins or she doesn't. Sasha retains or she doesn't. Period. I'm just nervous that Sasha Banks is potentially going to be 0-6 at WrestleMania. And or Bianca is going to have all that momentum and absolutely squandered after that loss at WrestleMania. But WWE, you better know what you're doing. Yes, us fans, we want it. We got it. We got that marquee bout. This is easily one of the most anticipated women's matches in WrestleMania history, in women's wrestling history. Absolutely one of the most anticipated, for sure. I'm hype. You're hype. We're all hype. What's the outcome going to be? That is the burning question. Roman Reigns. If Edge does not go after Roman Reigns and Edge goes after Drew McIntyre, that bleeds the door in for Daniel Bryan. But I'm here to tell you right now, do not, do not. Y'all got to think about Seth Rollins. Don't throw Seth Rollins out of the window just yet. We want Daniel Bryan versus Roman. We all do. The story makes sense. But what if Edge chooses Roman Reigns? What if he doesn't? He goes after Drew. Daniel Bryan, Roman? Or Seth Rollins and Roman? You see, Daniel Bryan has a rest history with Roman Reigns dating back to 2015. But Seth Rollins has a rich history. A richer history with Roman Reigns. I feel like the Messiah character is a heel. It's what it looks like. He's still a heel. But there's going to be a problem if he faces Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Seth Rollins is going to have to be a tweener if he faces Roman Reigns. I'm trying to think of Seth Rollins' opponent at WrestleMania, man. Because I don't think it's going to be Roman Reigns. I don't think he's going after the Universal Championship just yet. And I think it's too soon. He needs to wait until after WrestleMania. This needs to be Daniel Bryan's time. This needs to be Daniel Bryan's moment. Daniel Bryan needs to win the Elimination Chamber. He needs to go on to WrestleMania and face off against Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. What about Seth Rollins? Um, CM Punk. You can do CM Punk versus Seth Rollins. You can have Seth kind of quote T. Quote, tweet CM Punk, talk about CM Punk, you know what I mean? In a disrespectful manner, you can kind of shoot on each other. It could be great. Or what about John Cena versus Seth Rollins? You can do something like that. It would be interesting. I just don't know what you do with Seth Rollins, to be honest with you. I really don't. Maybe he can go after the Intercontinental Championship and face Big E. You can do that. That would be fine. I wouldn't mind that, you know? But I just want Seth Rollins to be in a marquee bout at WrestleMania. Big E versus Seth Rollins would bring heavy prestige to the Intercontinental Championship. Originally, I had Daniel Bryan versus Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental Championship. That's just me. But what I think happens here, I think Seth Rollins is going to be in a marquee bout. I think Daniel Bryan is going to get Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I believe that's going to happen. But I really... I'm not saying Edge and Drew McIntyre is going to be awful. I don't think it's going to be awful. I would just rather go with Edge and Roman Reigns, to be honest with you, if I had to choose between the two. We'll see what happens. This was a great Royal Rumble. It was very enjoyable. I know a lot of you guys had a great time because everybody was talking about it on social media tonight. And we're going to see what happens on Monday Night Raw, man. The Fiend did not appear Alexa Bliss got eliminated real early. What does Alexa Bliss have to say about getting eliminated so early? What does The Fiend have to say about Alexa Bliss getting eliminated early, man? I thought she was going to be in there for quite some time, and it didn't happen. So we're definitely going to see what happens with Alexa Bliss. What about Randy Orton? Does he go after Edge for Edge screwing him over? I don't know. We'll see. What does Seth Rollins do? Who does Seth Rollins go after at WrestleMania? 
What's next for Kevin Owens after he lost to Roman Reigns? And that feud is finally over. There's a lot of things that need to take shape at WrestleMania. They're not really concrete. They're not. Just because Edge won the Royal Rumble doesn't mean everything's concrete. We don't know what's going to happen. But we will all be here for the ride. We were all scared tonight in the Royal Rumble. At the end of the day, I'm going to speak for the majority of the wrestling community, the IWC, and say this was a successful Royal Rumble pay-per-view. The overall grade that I am giving the Royal Rumble tonight, this might be controversial. It's just my opinion. I'm giving the 2021 Royal Rumble pay-per-view an A-. I am giving it an A-. This was a great Royal Rumble. It was very enjoyable. I enjoyed myself throughout. And no question, I will definitely go back and watch the Royal Rumble this year for many years to come. This is all I have. This was your Royal Rumble 2021 recap slash results right here on the Wrestling Takeover. I hope you guys enjoyed. Please follow me on social media. Follow me at JT Takeover. I would really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Follow me on Twitter. Follow the podcast on Instagram at The Wrestling Takeover. Follow my personal IG account at JT Creative One Dash. If you guys want to donate to the show, donate. The links will be down below on all podcast platforms. Please subscribe on iTunes, Podbeam, Spotify, Google Play, all podcast platforms. Let's get those plays up tonight, guys. I can definitely can't wait for you guys to listen to this podcast. I enjoyed myself sitting right here and giving you guys the best wrestling talk in the IWC. This is Jordan Turner, and I'm signing off tonight. You guys have a great night. I will see you tomorrow for Monday Night Raw as we lead all into Fastlane and then WrestleMania in Tampa, Florida. You guys take care. Good night. See that ass one more time. And I got this soul.